What's up, everybody? Good morning. Good morning to you. What's going down? Does anybody else still expect to hear me scream at the end of that intro? Every time I, I play that intro and I'm about to start and it ends, I, I, I still hear me go, ah! I did that scream for a long time. Was, were any of you around for that? How's it going? It is Monday morning. We are all still here. You came back and I appreciate it at a long weekend. Um, I mean, it was only two days. It was a long weekend. I mean, it was father's day. I'm a father. Were any fathers out there? I know, I know, uh, I know there are, they shouldn't call Al Grand coop chain. They should call it dad chain. Bunch of dads <laughs> being like, look, we're, we're DJs at heart. We're DJs at heart, but, it needs to make some sense. So we'll go Algorand. How's that working out for you folks? Look, it's Juneteenth. Um, I think a lot of you have no idea what that is. <laughs> but it, it represents something important, the emancipation of slaves. So, um, yeah, I guess that's a good idea that we can, we celebrate that on a national level. Folks, I don't know what I'm talking about. I've got my coffee with the generic cuppy, uh, coffee cup today. I got the generic coffee cup. I got about six of these um, that my sister gave me about 10 years ago. My sister is the oldest in my family. She's very wealthy. She laughs at me when I'm not around. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> she does. She's, she's actually married to a trad guy um, that's made a lot of money. Anyways, folks, look, here we are. Here we are. And it's a new week. And uh, yeah, I am um, on a personal level getting my shit together. I, can you notice? Do you, is, does it feel like I am getting my shit together? I don't know. But I am, uh, you know, I've gotten some distance from uh, drinking alcohol. I'm feeling better because of that. And uh, now the task is to uh, cut off the, the weed. You know what I mean? That's going to be a bit difficult. So if you see me be... A little overly emotional this week. If you see me uh, real upset about some sort of injustice, just know I'm going through, I guess, weed withdrawals. Who knows? Every time I do stop smoking pot, though, I do have a few days of, like, fighting with people. <laughs> so good luck. But I want to do that. I want to do that for um, every for a lot of reasons. To get my brain back, really. I've listened back to a couple of these and I'm like, man, you need to get more focused slipping down that slide. All right, let's check in on the chat. I gave you guys enough to make fun of me for. Let's see what you guys are saying. There he is. What's up the troop? Cody, thanks for joining me. Algo Bama. There he is. I've been cleaning off the weed for a week now and I have to admit it's hard. Yeah, dude. Um, the first few days, I've met that first week is a different, it's just a sleep. I need a tea break as well. Yeah, it's it, well, it's and it's hard because you don't want to do it. That's I put these traps in my head. It's like, okay, well, I'm almost better off continuing to smoke weed because, you know, the the sleep sucks. And if I'm gonna wake up at four thirty, I got to make it to the weekend. Then it's the weekend. Well, I can't stop then because it's the weekend. This is the, when it's actually acceptable. Oh man, it's okay. We all struggle with our things. I'm I'm pretty. I'm pretty moderate in my addictive personality in the sense that I do have real world uh, responsibilities that I can't let it get too bad. I've always been pretty high functioning or mid functioning. <laughs> Maybe we should call it mid functioning. Anyways, all right. Um, ironically, as I'm working on my grow room, <laughs> like literally, James is in there with the little scissors, you know, uh, making a, you know, bud art. I don't know. I love it. I haven't had weed since 11 p.m. last night. <laughs> I've gotten a little more distance than you, but I'm not far behind you, Bama. Um, got him. <laughs> What's up, Stango? Good morning. Uh, what is up? Um, only down 250,000. What could go wrong? You guys, you guys are down 250k. Oh my god. Oh my god. I know my wife. I think she's capitulated. 
on Algo. She's so mad at me every time we talk about it. <laughs> she's not that mad. I didn't. I never told her to buy it, by the way. I didn't. I said, if you want, because she's just like, well, you talk about it so much. I might as well. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, do it. Be a governor. Hello, governors. And I said that for a few days. You know, whoa, there she is, governor. You know, give her a little smack. Oh, boy. And uh, now uh, she's like, all right, can I just send my algo to Coinbase and turn it into Bitcoin and never think about cryptocurrency again? I said, you could do that. You know, may actually be the right thing to do, Sarah. <laughs> Who knows? May not. I mean, if you think about it, I don't know. We're not even going to get in down, go down. Governor said, I think we may have lost a governor, folks. That's okay. She's going to be all right. Um, she did all right. She listened to me about Netflix uh, 10 years ago, and she's happy about that. Um, okay, so I can still hear the scream. Thank you, CJ. You're not the only one. I'm not the only one. We're not the only ones. I don't know, actually. You're the only one that said that. Um, okay, let's see. See, this is what I'm talking about, guys. We got we to gotta rein this in. This brain needs to be reined in. Ugh. But it's just so boring. And it's like I have to go to parties. It's like at least when I'm not drinking and I go to a party, I can just be like the guy that's a little, you know, hey, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, I'm stoned right now. And they're like, of course you are. You're Cooper. Anyways, um, okay. That's not what they say. I don't. Do I have that reputation? I don't think so. I hide things. Um, I hide things. What projects do you think Algorand ecosystem needs? Oh, I think they need, um, this is um, Ludo from VoteCoin. What, you know, does it exist? You know how, uh, what's his face? Uh, Matt Fury, the Pepe guy, if that's how, if that's his name, if I'm remembering correctly. You know how he was doing these multi-mints that only had 24 hours and you could mint as many as you wanted within that 24 hours? Does that exist on Algorand? That's my question for you guys. Chris Cooper's in the building. Eric's here. What's going on? Damon is here. What's up, buddy? Uh, what does it say? Good morning. Better get a shout out today. LOL, JK. Hope you're doing good, brother. There he is, Damien. We're here with the shout out. There we go. GMM. There we go. Here we go. Here we go. Nice green candle on BTC this morning. Did we see that? I didn't see that. I'll look. I haven't looked. Yay. You made it. Everybody made it. IRL, Pablo, Pablo. Uh, Lassie, hi Lassie, Mort, ah, yep, all right, good, we're good, I'm, if I miss you, Samino, I'm smoking as we speak, and you should be, by the way, if anybody, you should be either drunk or stoned every time you turn on the recoup, I am, in ne I'm never in judgment, <laughs> and I understand, and it's fun, it can be at least, uh, my wife hates algo at this point, just because it takes up 90% of my free time, I know, well, I have to constantly explain myself, she's like, you're on the computer all the time, and I was like, well, babe, this is, this is a lot of my work. And I do other things. Um, tell, her, tell her to get some coop. Oh, that's funny. She she was, I, I joked about it on Twitter. She was playing, she likes Word Finder. Uh, and my son likes cube form. But anyways, that's not part of the story. She And, I, and maybe you saw it on Twitter, but she, it, it was a lot of fun. Her playing Word Finder, she's really good at it. And she kept on winning coop and, or she won coop a few times. And uh, yeah, we got a laugh out about how she wants no more coop. She's, she's full of coop. That's right. That's right. She's full of it. I filled her up with all the coop. Gross. Not that gross. It's normal. I have three kids. I filled her up with lots of coop. Lots of coops and babies. All right, babies. All right, babies. Let's move on. All right, let's go to CNBC. That is, can you do analysis of XGov grant request projects? Oh, Jesus. And, and bore everybody? Everyday Algonaut? Are we looking to... Uh, Make everybody as bored as possible. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I should, though, by the way, I should go in there and find a couple of proposals that I, I identify, you know, um, that coop coop. Now it's gotten gross. <laughs> the coop coop. <laughs> poor, poor Ludo is like, uh, he's at the wrong show. He's like, hey, could you go over to the XGov portal and can you just really dive into the specifics of all the different proposals? And I'm like, I fill my wife up with coop goop. <laughs> okay, Jesus. Um, all right, um, I will do that, Ludo. I will. I'll participate more in the XGov narrative. Um, I haven't been looking at it much. Frankly, the past three months, I have been thinking, okay, how do I make this fun again for myself? frankly. And um, how do I open up my mind a little bit and stop that narrow focus 
and start to, um, you know, I'm in an exploration phase during this bear market to grow and to, you know, grow the show, but also just to grow individually and my understanding of the entire space. But yeah. Um, coop dump. <laughs> that's, that's a different thing. We were talking about that yesterday in the shit coin, uh, in the shit coins. Somebody was like, somebody was asking, it was like, well, why would people be vaulting a bunch of shit coins? Well, I take offense. I don't believe Coop. Well, Coop certainly started as a shitcoin. Coop didn't even start as a shitcoin. Coop started as a joke, which I guess shitcoins sometimes start as. But um, yeah, vaulting, and he was asking about vaulting. And, uh, you know, it's just basically when the community decides to handle vesting on its own. That's what vaulting is, and that's why you would do it. All right. All right, CNBC. Do you guys think I should share the screen? I'm going to no matter what you say. All right, there we go. You guys can see it and everything. Oh shit, I still haven't redone my uh, Bloomberg. Okay, I'll do that today. doesn't matter. Um, all right, are we, yeah, no, we're not there yet. Is this what, is this last week? Futures, okay, futures are down. Not looking good. No, no, that's not futures. Futures are down, but not anything dramatic. The 10 years up, futures down. Xi tells Blinken in high stakes meeting, world needs stable US-China relations. Yeah. We do. But the problem is, is that he says that, and then he's going, they're going to go, you know, potentially take Taiwan back or however you look at it. And then these guys have drawn a red line there. So we can say it, hopefully it plays out because it is true that we need, um, we need that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not talking very uh, fluidly right now. Okay, Goldman joins Wall Street banks in cutting China's growth outlook as post-COVID bounce fades. Yep, mm -hmm. okay. Warren Buffett doubles down on Japan. All right, I'm not seeing anything here that I need to stop on. We'll look at Bloomberg, but I don't believe we can read. <laughs> Republican pledge to back 2024 nominee draws growing criticism. Or anything here? I'm not seeing anything that makes me want to jump up and down here. FTX racked up wins and celebrity pitches, but staff saw cracks forming. Do you guys notice that there uh, seems that they're giving SBF a bit of a break, and the rumors are he's spilling the beans on any and everybody that he can. China's delayed stimulus adds to worries over slowing economy. Global stocks slip on worry rally. It looks exhausted. Binance US reaches agreement with SEC to avoid full asset freeze. So I think that happened over the weekend where they actually the judge actually approved this. Binance is definitely spending that as a win against the SEC because usually the SEC gets exactly what it wants in court. So that's good, I guess. Bloomberg's boring. Let's go to Coindesk real quick. It's not really pushing down. It's at twenty. It's glued to twenty six five. The BlackRock bounce still there. Now the problem with a BlackRock bounce. Let's talk about this BlackRock spot ETF. I'm sure there'll be more to talk about, but I will say just because I said the BlackRock bounce. Now, the issue with that is, is that that is very exciting. And um, meaning, I'm not talking about overall, um, if it's good, actually, even for the space, but I'm sure it is, but it's certainly exciting and the potential for all the money that's going to go into um, Bitcoin and the credibility to institutional investors and, you know, high worth people that can put 
one to two percent of uh, their large portfolio into Bitcoin. And uh, so that should be good for the price, right? That's the point. But the issue is, is that no BlackRock spot ETF is going to be approved in like six, you know, it's going to be at least six months before something like that gets approved, right? And uh, within those six months, there are a tremendous amount of catalysts still to put pressure. And we know volumes are super low. We'll look at that um, when we go over to CoinMarketCap next. But volumes have been terribly low. Retail is uh, pretty much shaken out. So there's a lot of time for this bounce to die off because there's no more buyers. And then see the Department of Justice, you know, putting out their red alert or whatever there was red notice for CZ and, and it actually happens, you know, whatever Kobe talked about recently. So uh, it's, it's good. And probably institutional people are, I don't know, are they um, adding Bitcoin right now? And it, it probably, it's not a terrible idea to do it, especially if you're going to, you just want to add Bitcoin and you want to come back next year. This is, you're going to probably be very happy with this price. If, if I'm guessing, but uh, there's also XRP for altcoins. That decision is going to be incredible for altcoins or it's going to be devastating for altcoins. So um, there's just a ton of catalysts is my point. So don't get too excited on the BlackRock bump because Black it's going to continue to be rocky and bumpy. There we go. Do Kwan sentenced to four month uh, months in jail in Montenegro document forgery case. Okay. UK financial watchdog cancels Binance permissions on firm's request. What does that mean? What you mean? UK's top financial regulator has canceled several permissions given to crypto exchange Binance UK unit on the company's request. An update to the regulator's website showed Binance Markets Limited held uh, several permissions from the financial uh, FCA for activities that it never carried out or offered in the UK. As these permissions were unlikely to be required in the future, Binance Markets Limited decided that it would be prudent to cancel them in line with the FCA's recommendations to keep these updated. This decision has no impact on Binance.com, which does not own or operate any crypto services in the UK and is only available to UK consumers on a reverse solicitation basis. Okay, that's a, what we would call a nothing burger. That's what the kids call that, right? Nothing burgers. Somebody was joking about like uh, in one of the chats earlier today about, you know, somebody saying it's lit and it sounding like they're a boomer. I, I would, I will never say it's lit without like making fun of myself immediately after like, because I, I can't believe I said it and saying things like litty like a titty or something, just making fun of it because I can't, uh, can't really um, say that with a straight face. There's a few things that are very difficult for me to say with a straight face. Calling a group fam is hard for me. I see people pull it off. You know, uh, Cody, who's in the chat or was in the chat, he says fam, and I'm like, oh, I don't hate it when he does it. But when I say fam, I feel like a imposter. <laughs> All right, ZK Sinks era's locked value surpasses 500 million. So there, here is the JP Morgan uh, propaganda. Hinman documents released in SEC Ripple case is a boost to Ether. I mean, I think in general it is. Meme coin, Bob. Bob tanks 45% after Elon calls it Twitter bot account a scam. Ooh, whoa. Whoa. All right. Where is this? I didn't queue it up because maybe all oh, that. Okay, we'll get to that. All right, let's go to Coin Market Cap. Okay, we saw those top guys up there. Robo Pepe up a hundred percent, guys. Are you guys all getting rich off Robo Pepe? Seems unlikely. Um, all right, Bitcoin twenty six five. We just saw that. Half a half a um, billion market cap. No, yeah, what? No, half a trillion market cap. 
we're doing great. Half a billion would not be very good. That wouldn't be very good. <laughs> that would be, we would be in bleak times right now. If I'm ever doing this show and Bitcoin has a half a billion market cap, um, uh, it would be bad. <laughs> it would be bad. Under 10 um, billion uh, volume, though, is not good. That's not great. Ethereum under 4 billion volume is also not good. Man, my brain is not working this morning. I can feel it. I feel like like I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, okay, it's weird. I'm not feeling uh, all that smart right now. All right, here we go. Polka dots at 454. How does that feel? I think Polygon, I think it had gotten ahead of Polygon for a second, but uh, they're really close. Look at these. Litecoin, Polygon, Polka dot are just within inches of each other. Solana's within reach for those guys. So the top 10, being able to call themselves top 10, even Tron. There you go. These groups, these guys are all in the same uh, same boat there. I'm I'm excited about Polkadot, so we'll see how that goes. I'm I'm I've entered into that. I'm validating or I'm nominating validators, um, which it's kind of fun. You have it's it's an active process, and every day I get to see like a rant. It's not like consistent. Like it's like oh this val this validator paid me more. Um, and then you kind of have to manage it and figure out which validators are better and which ones tend to perform higher. That's cool. It's good. You actually have to work for that proof of stake. And they're also doing some really exciting work on governance and stuff like that. So um, they're doing some cool shit, I think. It's just they have zero hype. But they have a ton of developers building on it. Uh, Cosmos is pushing down at number 22. Chainlink is definitely pushing down as well. There, I, I mean, what do you guys think of Chainlink? The more I look into it, all anybody complains about is the um, inflation and how the token is unnecessary. So, uh, you know, I like the narrative, but I'm like, I don't know actually anymore. That's somewhere, I mean, it's an awesome project, obviously, but I don't know if that's somewhere where I need to put money at this point. Um, and we also know that Celsius is planning to convert all of the altcoins that they have into Bitcoin and Ethereum, which I guess is technically an altcoin, but doesn't really act one like one, does it? And so I think the top guys that they were holding to sell, number one was Matic. Um, oh, shit. I don't even remember. But I know it was Matic, a little bit of Dot, Link was on there, Litecoin was on there, and ADA. Ada. So I think the top two were Matic and Ada. So the next couple of weeks are probably not going to be big for those top guys. Seems like Quant is right there in the center of all the CBDC talk. Even hundred dollars. You want to buy into the buy into some evil? Just kidding. Uh, Near's pushing up. This is all real crappy. Um, Volume, by the way, but this is also 24 hours. The last 24 hours were a Sunday. Um, Algorand, um, you know, over 11 and a half cents, 42 at least is up. You know, I think it fell out of the top 50 for a second there. But I think once every other cryptocurrency like it was named as a potential security, everyone was like, well, they're not in any worse shape than um, these other guys. And I have to say, by the way, I want to say this about Algorand. Here, you know what? Let's go back. Let me say this about Algorand. I know most, most of my audience pays attention to Algorand. I'm going to say this. Hi, guys. I'm going to talk about Algorand just for a second, and then we'll go back. I was done with CoinMarketCap, and then we'll talk about Algorand, and then we'll go to Vestige. It'll be, the, it'll be a wonderful segue. But look, it's obviously brutal. The price action is awful. And we have no idea what the SEC is going to do or how they're going to decide this. Seems like Gary's running out of steam. Seems like people don't really... Uh, I, I was reading, I think we'll look at it too. I think I queued it up. Yeah, I did. 
but yeah, I think that maybe, you know, Gary could be running out a little bit of steam, but that could be hopium. I have no idea. But my point is this, is that Algorand has been around since what, 2019, 2018. It's 2019 is when it launched mainnet. But um, all of the people, like literally all of the people during that time, except for Silvio and, you know, a handful of others, I'm sure, are gone. All those people are gone. The foundation has had an incredible amount of turnover since then. The foundation leadership, John Woods, is basically the face of Algorand right now. He had nothing to do. He was probably at consensus at that point. He was working for Ethereum at that point, or he was working at the Irish Central Bank, or he was working at Cardano. I don't know. Not that far. I don't think he worked at Cardano that long. But my point is, is that there's a complete turnover from that those early days. All the people that participated in um, a lot of the, oh, is that good? Type of stuff that happened on Algorand. We talked about it months ago, you know, and I, and I am uh, pessimistic about those early days of Algorand. And I think that that is what the SEC is responding to. And I was revealing some of that stuff. So, you know, it's not completely out of left field that they're getting kind of hit for the way they handled the early the early moments of Algorand. But my point is, is that if you're able, if the precedent is being set, which my best guess is that Ethereum is getting that treatment to where it started as a security and over time it evolved into a commodity or some other classification that they decide on. And DOT, I think, has also done a really good job at you know presenting that case and giving an example of how that can be done. And so if the transformation from the early days of Algorand to now is drastic. Stacey Warden, of course, I mean, I haven't exactly been singing her praises lately. Maybe it's not deserved. Maybe it is deserved. It's not, I'm not even really interested in that anymore. But at the very least, she's brand new. You know, she's just brand new people. Everybody, brand new people. I don't even think that Chris, Chris Pikert over at Inc. was there early on. Maybe he was in a different role. But I think that, and this I'm now I'm might be wrong, but I think that this the head of cryptography in the very early days of Algorand is the guy that created Axelar. But that's okay. My point is, is that most of the faces have changed. So if this evolution or if this transformation from a security to a commodity can happen, I think that Algorand has a good case for it. So as long as uh you know, they decentralize relay nodes. And then I listened to that coinage space after my uh, episode on Friday, which was John Woods on coinage. I thought the coinage guy did a great job, by the way. But um, John did a fantastic job. And then you kind of realize, okay, John isn't just John. He's also the CTO. And he is, it's his job to kind of, you know, come up with the vision. And it's a good vision what John's talking about. So anyways, I've been a little like beat up by Algorand lately. There's been, I've had some questions. I've had to have, I don't know, some courage or something to call out things, maybe lose some contacts just because I'm in pursuit of the truth, but it's not all bad. And I think John represents what is good. You know what I'm saying? All right, guys. I don't know. That didn't come out as good as I wanted it to. But like I said, my brain isn't working really well right now. So we're just going to go back to Reading time. Where you at, Vestige? Why aren't you loading? Oh, I never. Oh, God. I. Oh, we'll get to that. Coopcoin's pushing down. Grammo. Grammo, I mean, we are we are in a shitcoin paradise, so that's for sure. Uh, it just happened yesterday. G token, the Grammo token launched yesterday. Chips pushing up. DeFi kind of pushing up. Opal it, that that had gotten down to low sevens, so that's pushing up. And then, what are you guys doing? You leaving? You're on your way out. Bounce. There's a bounce. Uh, let's look. KubeCoin is under six cents. There we go. Um, TVL is still at about 200,000. We're over a million dollar market cap. All right. Vaults, 12%. 
of the total supply is vaulted in KubeCoin. Somebody burned a thousand. People get upset. I don't want you to burn um, KubeCoin. Well, you know, if people want to burn their money, they can burn their money. You can take your, you can take $58 right now and just go burn it outside. It was theirs. So, you know, do your thing. There we go. Somebody just vault. Oh, these are the biggest vaults. Look at that. Somebody vaulted 500,000 coop. All right. There we go. Well, look, this is a natural progression for all of the things. You just keep on going. Yeah, you, you know, you got people building awesome things for KubeCoin. So we'll see how it goes. Um, Vestige, looking good. People are buying those uh, those Vestige to vault their Coop. 500 uh, Vest a pop. Ludo's in the building. Vote coin still looking good. Looking good there. 81,000 total value locked. Yieldly. <clears throat> That's pretty funny, Yieldly. Um, all right, I'm done with that. Gold real quick, which is never exciting. It never moves, which I guess a store of value should do, right? Uh, gold is at 1950. It's been like that for a bit. It's pushed down a little bit, you know, since the last 30 days. And uh, I guess it's down five bucks today. But um, 19 seems glued in this range right here, 1948 to 1958. And I'm sure... Silver is glued to a $24 range. There she is. Is it literally just 24? Where's the rest of that number? There it is, 2401. Did I call it? I called it. All right. Cool. So I did Coindesk. This is... Um, All right, we'll get to that. All right. What just happened? I don't know. Why is it doing that? Um, okay, here we are. What? All right. I figured it out. Let's share this. Binance US market share nosedives after SEC loot lawsuit. As of June 18th, Binance US market share relative to a group of exchanges declined to 4.35%, a steep decline from more than 16% um, in April of 2023. So that's just a few months ago. Binance U.S.'s market share among exchanges that support USD pairs continues to dwindle in the wake of the um, SEC's lawsuit against the firm and global exchange giant Binance. As of June 18th, Binance U.S. market share relative to a group of similar exchanges declined to 4.35%, a steep decline from more than 16% in April 2023. On the other hand, Binance's market share has increased slightly from the previous month. Earlier this month, the SEC alleged in a suit that Binance, okay, we don't need to get back into that. We've talked about that enough. In any case, the SEC's actions have had a significant impact on Binance US, which has suspended US dollars deposits and delisted a number of trading pairs. Market makers, including uh, Wintermute and Keyrock, have ceased trading on the venue while the exchanges witnessed a decline in volumes, market depth, and an increase in slippage. Sudden increase in slippage The delta between the price at which a trader places a trade and the price at which it is executed for 100,000 sell order surged from 5.02 on June 16th or 6th to 18.66 on Sunday. So big slippage. Big slippage. Uniswap V4. One dex for everyone. Finance U.S. hires and fires. Okay, we don't care. None of this is good. Blockworks, don't need it. Oh, I didn't even share it. You didn't need to see it. There was nothing there. This is decrypt. What do we got? Doquan found guilty of using a fake passport. 
Okay. It's four months. Okay. Um, Zach XBT receives 1 million in donations. People are really going to bat for that guy. He does a good job. So, you know, there's, it's not a surprise that people are um, stepping up for him. Binance US made a burdensome deal with SEC. What, do you, what you got, Bubba? What you got, Bubba? Uh, Binance US and the SEC have reached an agreement to avoid asset freezing. Um, okay, let's see. What are you talking about? All right, this is uh, John. Oh, this is that guy. Let's just see. This I didn't. I wouldn't have clicked on it. This guy is such a. Um, you know, he doesn't like this whole space. This consent order will be one of the most burdensome, awkward, inconvenient, and far-reaching crypto-related orders in SEC history. The SEC has been given a role akin to a Binance independent consultant, a remedy often granted to the SEC after the SEC prevails in an enforcement action. Well, there you go. A lot of other people are um, framing the Binance U.S., situation as a win for Binance because the SEC rarely loses in these situations. So this guy's saying the opposite. As for the SEC's concerns over Binance US solvency, the agreement demands information on encumbrances, encumbrances or limitations that would make them unavailable for transfer or withdrawal by customers and whether there are sufficient assets to satisfy customer liabilities or meet customer claims for customer assets held on their, their behalf within 10 calendar days of service of such request. I just read all that and didn't even listen to myself. How could you guys, why would you guys listen if I'm reading this crap and I'm not even listening? <laughs> so moving, I'm not even sharing it. Jesus, you didn't, and once again, um, you didn't need to see it. All right. But here, we're going to actually share this. This is this guy. This guy keeps on popping up in my feed, so I keep on pumping his uh, stupid Twitter profile. But here he is, um, Adam Cochran. And, you know, he heard from a friend. Breaking news. But it's interesting what he heard from a friend, so we're going to read it. Heard from a friend. Oh, wait. Didn't we do his voice a little higher? Heard from a friend that the rumors in the D.C. fundraising circles are that the Biden team wants to shake up some chairs and cabinet positions in the finance sector to take the heat for the economy before the next election. Yellen tops the list. But apparently, plenty of big ticket donors have mentioned Gensler as well. Even ones who agreed with his stance on crypto are embarrassed by his approach. Starting to look like Warren Yellen and Gensler brought down the hammer too hard for even their own party. I would have guessed both Powell or Yellen would be on the chopping block. But Gensler's lack of professionalism is rubbing his own party the wrong way, and so tides are turning. If we keep highlighting the absurdity, <laughs> sorry guys, I'm so sorry. And I'm actually, I'm sorry to you, Adam, this is rude. Um, if we keep highlighting the absurdity of this approach, he may get reined in. Of course, we always get these types of rumors and strategy talks before a re-election. So hard to say what weight it holds, but it's clear that their most connected donors are starting to talk. Also worth noting that Powell is more my personal thought, but others have pointed out the independence of the Fed making it seem unlikely, which is likely why combos have been more yelling and mentions of Gensler. Um, well, I mean, based on, based on this administration, it seems more likely that they'll throw Powell under the bus, but we'll see. All right, moving on. So we did that. I read that in a rude way. Um, okay, let's talk about this real quick. So speaking of the Gary Gensler and the SEC, John Deaton tweeted last night, in the Hinman deposition, they didn't redact the spelling of consensus. Hinman says he had four to five meetings with them but maybe one was a phone call. This is between December 13, 2017 and June 8, 
2018. We know for sure of four actual meetings. The meeting with Vitalik Buterin makes a minimum of five. Notice the email referenced in his testimony. This is one of the emails that Empower US is fighting to get released, but the SEC has refused to turn over. Now notice that Jay Clayton spoke with Hinman especially about the consensus meetings at least one to two times. What is significant about this? This is the interesting part. I've gotten to the interesting part. You guys ready for the interesting part? What is significant about this? Clayton's law firm is Sullivan and Cromwell. This is Jay Clayton, the former uh, chair of the SEC, the uh, Gary's predecessor. Clayton's law firm is Sullivan and Cromwell, S&C. Ethereum Joseph, Joseph Lubin, co-founder of Ethereum, founder of Consensus, has hired SNC, had hired SNC to represent Consensus shortly after Clayton's nomination as chairman. Joe does a good job, doesn't he? We can all agree that that was a very smart and savvy move by Joe. Now, this doesn't mean Clayton was bribed, but why is he so interested in these meetings with Consensus? It's because it's because Consensus was a huge client of SNC's. Why did Hinman, out of the blue, call Lubin at Consensus. In his deposition, Ripple lawyers asked if Hinman was directed by Clayton to reach out to Consensus. Hinman testified that he doesn't recall one way or the other. Oh, that's always a sign. But we can clearly see that some entrepreneurs get special access to the regulators while others don't. We've witnessed, we've witnessed this with SBF and Gary Gensler, and we've witnessed it with Ether folks and Hinman and Clayton. I've never blamed Lubin for seeking regulatory clarity for Ether. I can be critical about other things he said and done, but not for wanting clarity. Here's some facts. Okay, we're going to keep reading, I guess. Um, on May 14th, 2017, Clayton was sworn in as chairman of the SEC. Clayton was a senior partner at SNC. Within uh, two months of Clayton being sworn in, Lubin hired Patrick Baraducci from SNC. Now read from here. This is over a year ago. I guess we're going down this wormhole. I haven't actually read this. Baraducci was named Deputy uh, General Counsel at Consensus. I'm assuming that that's what that means. Co-chair, Brooklyn Project, and Global FinTech co-head. Hiring a fellow partner from SNC immediately after Clayton's confirmation provided Lubin, Consensus, at all a direct line to the SEC chair. The direct line to Clayton paid off at Hinman's deposition. This is over a year ago, by the way. Just reminding you, I said it a couple minutes ago, but I'm reminding you. At Hinman's deposition, we learned Hinman emailed Lubin directly. The Ripple lawyers implied it was at Clayton's direction. Hinman responded that he didn't recall, but why would Hinman reach out and email Lubin directly? Think about it. Clayton was helping his law firm and one of his major clients. You see, Lubin not only hired a lawyer from Sullivan and Cromwell and made him deputy uh, general counsel, he hired Sullivan and Cromwell to represent himself, consensus, and to help facilitate the Enterprise Ethereum Alliance. After Hinman emailed Lubin, they, Lubin, they met on December 13, 2017. Hinman met with Lubin at least three more times, including on June 8, 2018, six days before the free pass speech. Of course, Hinman also met with the VC working group on March 28, 2018 and relied on the Perkins, Perkins Coy memo. Okay, I don't know what that is. Sorry. Okay, I'm not going to read this whole entire thread. This is getting maybe getting a little boring. But before you read the full thread, keep in mind the following. Sullivan and Cromwell represents consensus in the interest of the EEA. Hinman's law firm is a member of the EEA. Perkins Coy is a member of the EEA. The only token mentioned in the Perkins Coy safe harbor is ETH. Hinman collected $15 million from his EEA law firm while at SEC. After Hinman followed the Perkins Coy memo, and that's, is that even how you say it? Uh, memo giving ETH a regulatory free pass, Hinman was later made a partner at A16Z, the very same fund that hired Perkins Coy to write the memo lobbying for ETH's free pass. Okay. Consensus acquired Quorum from JP Morgan, supporting the JP Morgan coin, a direct competitor to Ripple and XRP. Sullivan and Cromwell brokered the Quorum deal four months before the lawsuit against Ripple and XRP. Two months before the lawsuit, one river bet $1 billion on Bitcoin and Ethereum. Clayton broke party lines to cast a deciding vote to bring the case. He voted against fellow Republicans Hester Pierce and Elad Roisman. Uh, Clayton agreed. He should recuse himself if a case involved his firm's client, but he voted to bring a case against his client's competitor. 
Clayton was hired by One River within weeks of leaving the SEC. Director of Enforcement Mark Berger, who helped uh, write the complaint, immediately left going to Hinman's EEA firm, Simpson Thatcher. Okay. So this is clearly a wormhole that you can go down. Just go to, and there's a lot more. Um, and you can go into here, which would take you a month before that. This one is how ETH became the only game in town. We received a tiny bit more of the Hinman deposition. He sent an email. Okay, so all of this stuff that it, the XRP community has clearly known for over a year is uh, coming home. But then if you, would if you were to look at Coindesk, which we'll go back there real quick, the narrative is a bit different, isn't it? The narrative is, ooh, what we're finding out is good for Ether. Um, the documents are likely to intensify the move among major cryptocurrencies to become more decentralized and look more like Ether. Well, from what I just read, maybe not. But... Yeah, anyways, okay, we don't need to read all that. Okay, and then, but we can, here, let's go back to the, the block real quick. Because I know they had other articles I wanted to read and I didn't queue it up. This is interesting. I'll read this on my own time, but securities law professor analyzes the SEC's crypto crackdown part one. They burnt a uh, crypto punk and put it on Bitcoin, but where is the article that I figured I'd be able to find, which I did. Okay, there you go, sorry, we're good. I'm not, I haven't completely dropped the ball on sharing, but I've had a, a few hiccups today. All right, uh, so here we go. So the Ethereum developers consider raising max validator limit from 32 to 2048 ETH. The chain of the people. Ethereum core developers are considering raising the maximum, oh, the maximum, max validator limit. Okay, so I actually didn't understand that. I'm not a ETH validator. <laughs> I do not hold 32 ETH. But I didn't know that that was the minimum and the maximum. As it stands, Ethereum validators are subject to an effective balance cap set at both the minimum and maximum of 32 ETH. This forces large-scale staking operations to spin up multiple validators if they want to earn yield on any amount greater than this. Unsurprisingly, this practice has led to a big increase in the number of validators. Okay. So every time, so this is, you know, I'm learning something as we, as we, uh, as we talk, I did not know that the, you, you had to have a minimum of 32 and a maximum of 32 ETH to validate. Cause I was like, damn, I did see those active validator numbers on Ethereum and thought, wow, that's impressive. But now I'm just seeing that made there. It's just, cumbersome and the validators are irritated so they want to what um a thousand exit no that's not that's terrible math um 100 exit almost okay jesus i'm telling you i'm actually usually pretty good at math but i'm having a hard time right now um auto compounding validated rewards on ethereum okay we're not going to do it but anyways They want to raise the max from 32 to 2048 to make their lives easier. Okay. Okay, we read that. We read that. We read more than just that. Oh, here we go. Let's read this. I, I touched on this a little bit. And I don't know how um, 
you know, legit this is, but uh, feds quietly drop five charges against SBF and multi-billion dollar FTX scam, including allegation he bribed Chinese. <laughs> SBF is the Democrat Party's second largest donor. Um, you know, look, it's it's kind of dicey for me to slip into these types of conspiracy theories, but I have to say, when I found out all of this stuff about him and what happened at FTX and the way the SEC has been going um, against the industry since you know the FTX collapse, Discount Gosling, which um, is probably a guy that vaguely resembles uh, Ryan Gosling, but um, is not as handsome. Uh, he he says, look, all I'm saying is, is F, if SBF doesn't go to jail, he is clearly a deep state Democrat operative sent to destroy the crypto industry, make the masses poorer and more reliant on. Okay. So, you know, get into that stuff, but the more political stuff, but I will say that um, it occurred to me, I was like, wow, did they weaponize this guy to destroy the industry? Cause they really, you know, Probably a stretch. Do you guys have dark spots on your hands? Is that my audience? Uh, feds quietly dropped five charges against SBF and multi-billion dollar FTX scam, including, okay, we read that already. In early January, Sam Bankman-Fried pleaded not guilty to all eight counts related to the collapse of his crypto Ponzi scheme. SBF uh, pleaded not guilty in New York federal court Tuesday to eight charges related to the collapse of his former crypto exchange FTX and hedge fund Alameda Research. SBF was indicted on eight counts, including charges of conspiracy to commit wire fraud and securities fraud. In January, okay, federal prosecutors in New York said they would drop several criminal charges, at least for now, against disgraced crypto executive Sam Bankman-Fried if the judge agrees to, agrees to try him later on those charges. The offer to sever five of the 13 charges followed a ruling earlier this week in the Bahamas that allows Singh Bingman Freed to uh, challenge the additional charges. A prosecutor said during a hearing Thursday it was uncertain when the Bahamas would decide whether to consent to the new charges, which include bank fraud and an allegation bank Bankman Freed bribed the Chinese. Severing those counts seems to be appropriate given the developments in the Bahamas this week. All right. Well, I don't really know. You know, one would think, and I, I don't, you know, this doesn't feel like, you know, the top news side of the, of the century. <clears throat> and from what I just read, I'm not sure that what I'm about to say is accurate. But look, if the Fed is dropping charges against, against SBF, and this is all legit, um, that indicates probably that he's turning on people, right? And giving them things that they want and need. So watch out. If SPF has dirt on you, you might be in trouble. All right, let's go back to we'll go back to you guys, see how you're doing. What's going on in the chat? What's up, Food Stamp? How you doing? There we go. Let's talk Algrand. Let's do it. Yes, Algo. All my homies hate Gary. <laughs> oh, Gary. This is a half hour ago. Sorry that I'm engaging with what you were talking about. Maybe I should, what should I do? Gary the Clown, LOL. I think John Woods was still in the adult film industry in 2018. Yeah, he does have a porn star. John Woods the goat. He really is. Wow, what a great decision that was. You know, you can hate Stacy all you want. She hired John Woods and got him. Paid him whatever he needed to be paid, and he bounced. And clearly, based on Charles Hoskinson's response to him bouncing, um, you know, he's an asset, and we all know that. I'm a big fan of John Woods. Made me, it got me excited about Al Grant. You know, like it, I've been excited about Al Grant for a while. So, you know, sometimes when you're excited about something for a while, and then you start to find out some disappointing things, you could lose your excitement. <laughs> Kind of like a relationship. It's like, oh, wow, this was really great for like two years. But all of a sudden, they're starting to annoy me a bit. What's going on? 
but you don't want to just jump ship. You want to see if you can work it out. John Woods is a good wife, a good Algorand wife to have. I don't know if that's a compliment. Um, I've been in Algorand longer than 95% of the leadership. I mean, seriously, but most of us have. Uh, until Stacy Warden is terminated, then this black cloud will be present. Stacy is the cancer. Yeah, I don't know. Um, if you don't like singer praises, you can sell your algos. Yeah, if you don't like her, if you don't, if you don't like singer praise, yeah, if you don't sing her praises, you can sell your algos. I mean, for real. And that's just not what we're doing here. And I, I was never going to do that. Um, good morning, Vince. If you don't sing her praises, you can sell your algo. Oh, there we go. We you worked that out. Um, I worked it out for you though, Bama. Uh, she's a large part of the problem. You know, she look. My issue with that, not my issue with, not with my issue with James. My issue with, um, I think, just directionally as a CEO, is I think they misjudged how to grow this thing. And you know, what do I freaking know? Who cares what I actually think? But in the end, I'll just say this, is that it seemed to be they have a vision for what they thought Algorand was, and they're trying to impose like this very, um, you know, 2023 vision for Algorand. Mainstream media vision for Algorand and they were going to, it was going to be beautiful and there's going to be um, a lot of feminine energy and it's going to be artistic and progressive and all of that. And they're trying to place that on the community probably because they also identify that, you know, the Algorand community in general is much more politically diverse, I believe, than many other cryptocurrency communities. So they, you know, they probably look and they see, okay, this community can take this sort of direction, but it's just not what it is. And they didn't really, they give lip service to empowering the community that is in, 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 uh, in Algorand currently. And they just made a bunch of like bad moves, I think, in how to grow this thing. You empower the people that are here. God, I am not like, Thankfully, today, I don't have to like go on stage and announce my presidential um, aspirations because words are not flowing today. <laughs> it's going to be all right. Catch me on Friday. This brain is going to be back. Um, yeah, I know. I've been here for a while, three years, so longer than anyone but Silvio. Like, for real. There's no more Sean Ford. There's no more Kelly Callahan. There's no more uh, Coquinos. There's no more Sean Lee. I mean, we can go down and down and there's a bunch of names that we don't even know. There's no more. There's no more. There's no more. The, it's being completely cleaned out. Uh, bon Jovi. I love John. Yeah. John will save us. Uh, yeah. John's the man. Yeah. yeah. His last few videos have been amazing. Shitcoin paradise. <laughs> <laughs> Chips is good incorporating Coop. That was cool. Yeah, I think they're going to have some like prizes in Coop. Um, yeah, Algo Casinos built something really cool. Not going to lie. Oh, um, Opal is the strongest project on chain by a mile. Yeah, they got reach on other chains and they have connections to very legit businesses. And Lee it does not seem like somebody that's trying to uh, let anything that he does fail. So, you know, if you believe in, you don't have to love his personality, I guess, but if you believe in what he's already built in the past, you know, there's worse things on Algorand than Opal, for sure. If you sell your coop, your mom's a hoe. <laughs> That's, that was Algobama. That's not a quote from me, by the way, uh, SEC. That, that might be uh, considered promoting. Um, someone lost 60,000 coop, too, because they lost their keys. Oh, brutal. Oh, right. They they put their NFD. Well, they opt. But how do they opt in? How do they opt into the um, the token? They lost the keys in those couple of days. We don't talk about Yieldly. 700 days is not three years. I wonder what that's in reference to. What's up, Pedro? Dead. Why is everyone laughing? I don't understand. I agree with Adam, but he sounds like a real whiner. 
Oh, right. <laughs> I agree with that. But he sounds like a real, that's why you guys are laughing. <laughs> all right, good. Um, I think Gary's done though. In all honesty, there's a bull out to have him removed. Oh God, that would be beautiful. Now, somebody pushed back on this like a month ago when I had said it, but as far as I understand the SEC chair is that you can't, the president can't just replace him because uh, they're supposed to be independent. You know, they're supposed to be a an end, independent version of the executive uh, whatever. Oh my God. Can't wait for this to be over. Is it after seven? It's already after seven. I don't even need to be doing this anymore. But anyways, the I thought he was supposed to be independent. Now, and, and so he would be here until 2026. Is that what I what it was? Which is a, too long. But I do believe that the president, if the president is like, I no longer have your confidence, then he's going to step down because it's politically a bad idea. But anyways, um, all right. Does Adam really wear tight shorts? <laughs> this poor guy. I reference him so much, and now I'm doing his voice as in, all right, <laughs> Congress. All right. Oh, okay, that's funny. Uh, Gary the Clown. Hi, Coop and Coop family. What's up, old fart? Uh, good morning, old fart. Sounds like corruption. I'm shocked. Hit the like. Discoint Gosling is right. SBF is a uh, is a plant. I mean, right? Bama, God, it does. It, it smells like that. To me, it smells like that. I mean, and then to see who his parents are, like it gets a little, it's a little rich. And I hate that. I, I mean, I, who cares? What am I, what am I, what am I being careful for? I should just honestly just stop trying to be careful. I think I'll probably do better if I just kind of let it rip. And honestly, with his parents, with where all of his money was going to, I mean, I guess that makes it a little obvious. If he were truly a plant, would he really be the Democrats' number two donor? Or do they just think we're real stupid? I wonder how long it will be before it becomes this becomes a documentary on Hulu, the fall of SBF and his pain. I mean, I'm sure there's already a documentary on this. I, I, I'm more interested in the movie. Um, they don't even use a chain. I know. CEO Cooper Daniels, that's it. Just not this week. Let me get my mind back, Bama, and then we can start my campaign for uh, for CEO. There's no momentum. I don't really know what they should be doing right now. I mean, obviously, right now is a time to be extraordinarily cautious with how um, you may or may not be perceived. They've got to be doing a lot of work in the background to try to navigate this and see if they can come make sure that they don't get an actual lawsuit. And they've mentioned in these lawsuits, but no crypto, uh, you know, no actual protocols or blockchain companies have been sued yet. So there may be a massive push to make sure that they don't, you know, that doesn't happen. The XRP type thing. When George Soros, I'll go adoption. <laughs> Just like as many boogeyman as possible. I actually heard a story about climate riot on NPR yesterday. <laughs> there we go. We're not, I don't even, oh, I think we're significant. I think that partnership is significantly downscaled. I don't think it's gone. Did they mention Algo? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, and I agree with you, Abram. Um, I hate how we're so concerned about this. what the central party does for our investment. It makes it look like a security. Now, I agree with this. And... And I've, and I've said this for years, really. I think, honestly, I've said exactly what you're saying, Abram, for years. And uh, at the same time, they do have a mandate, right? And it's to increase Algorand adoption and to um, facilitate that and to, be, to, to grow Algorand. So there is a mandate that they have to do. And if they're ineffective at it and they're burning the treasury, it's something that you should be able to complain about.
And if the community actually had power over changing it or some in some capacity or some insight, I mean, then it's more decentralized because they can't just make all these decisions on their own. I, I don't know. I'm just talking, but I, I understand what Abram is complaining about. And, but at the same time, then, so is the solution to have no accountability at the Algorand Foundation and you just have to, whatever they do is what they do. And, um, and, and we just don't talk about it because it may look like we're thinking that they're going to pump our bags because it's not, it's not about profit necessarily. It's just people wanting to see Algorand grow in adoption. And that's literally what they're supposed to do. I don't know. Again, not my most eloquent day. I'm going to stop complaining about that. Let it rip, bro. Authenticity is everything for sure. Haha. No, of course, they didn't mention Algo. <laughs> the Algo NFT Council is going to fix it. Guys, if I've learned one thing over the last few months is that the Algo NFT Council is a cohesive, well-funded organization of community members that are highly respected from upper brass. Um. All right, guys. Well, I feel like we did it. I feel like my new facial hair is appropriately giving me a conquistador look. So that's good. This kind of hurts the conquistador thing. But I'm trying for you guys to grow the appropriate facial hair for dominance. You know what I mean? What else should I do? Um, stop. Cooper, the conquistador is, is here for you. I'll be back hair on point, no doubt, for right, right? Hair's, hair's good. Look, if you want to check out more about KoopCoin, you can go to koop.hair. If you um, think I'm in charge of any of this shit, you can just go to koop.hair because I would never call anything koop.hair. Oh, boy. Oh, neck tattoo of like what? Like a spider web? Or like a, uh, what would be the right? conquistador neck tattoo get a tongue ring <laughs> I don't know why i said tongue ring get a tongue ring and an eyebrow ring like i'll just look like a coops i'll just find a coops that i like and copy it all right all right guys i appreciate you thanks for tuning in have a great monday um we're doing this it's an every other day show now so monday wednesday and friday you won't see me tomorrow you will see me on wednesday and uh, i'm sure a bunch is going to happen in the meantime, and hopefully I'll take some fish oil, some ginkgo biloba. Um, I don't know what other things make your brain better. Some nootropics um, and Esmeralda. And Esmeralda will be, uh, should Esmeralda make a comeback? Um, I do have that question still. I don't think anybody answered it. You too, Bama. Um, but I don't know. Did anybody answer my question about is it possible on Algorand to do multi-mints in a certain time frame? Is it even possible in Algorand to do multi-mints that aren't predetermined? Oh, perfect. Richard Harris has to go to his office on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And uh, I'm doing the shows Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I appreciate it. Cool. Thanks for tuning in, buddy. All right, everybody. Thanks again. And I will see you if you have an answer to that multi-mint question. Just DM me if that's not possible. I understand. I'm trying to figure out a way. I'm getting my videos together from the first season of Devin. And I'm trying to figure out the best way to share that and uh, give it some utility and have some fun with it. All right. All right, everybody. Peace.